0: some deer i find is you look at them they look so majestic and then you continue looking and they've all got weird fucked up medical problems as you keep looking at them and then it's upsetting
1: i have not experienced that (laughs) maybe you should talk to somebody yeah you need to talk to the the deer doctor yeah
2: Yeah. (laughs) deer doctor (laughs) that's the name of the show Hmm.
1: we've come up with something we've hit gold
2: have we are you sure
1: yep I am sure oh, okay. I can smell smell gold, I can taste gold on my pick, like oh yeah, that you guy Cornelius, yeah, that guy, oh, man, what a freak that guy was, right? <laughs> yeah, oh yes, absolutely, do you remember the part where he like body tackles the the abominable snowman into a gorge, yeah, is he tickling that giant? Monster? Is that what's supposed to be happening there?
2: They're lovers. <laughs> well, listen, <laughs> everyone says, makes yeah. that joke. That's the joke that everyone makes. Joke? Mm-hmm. Interesting. <sighs> Interesting interpretation. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's weird because Yukon Cornelius is definitely not even the weirdest freak in that movie.
1: Yeah, it's the boss of the elves, right? The The guy that's trying to make Herbie not be a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Herbie was pretty pretty high up there. No, that boss guy is the real pervert. You can see it. You can hear it in his voice.
2: Charlie in the Box
1: is is pretty bad. <laughs> that one still pisses me off. I mean the whole uh what is the the <coughs> um, I love misfit toys? Yeah, what is the 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 Lion King of that? He's called like Moon Racer or something.
0: Ooh, I don't remember. Oh,
1: wow. that's cool. Yeah. Wait, why I does know, it has piss me off? It pisses me off because there are so many toys that are like legitimately fucked up like yeah. the train with square wheels or whatever. Yeah. And then there's Charlie in the box, who is just a Jack in the Box. Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing works. different about him. A kid could play with it just fine.
2: And like a cowboy that rides an ostrich that's cool. that kicks
0: ass. Yeah, that's so yeah. much cooler.
2: <laughs> I know. It was ahead of its time though. Joust hadn't come out in arcades yet. <laughs> it was still the sixties. And like <laughs> that true. that doll that is like,
1: crying all the time, and I've looked it up several times. They never say
2: what's different about her in the movie. <laughs> oh my uh, god, there's a whole section on the Wikipedia article for this TV special. Dolly for Sue mystery about what could possibly be unusual about I know. this doll.
1: <laughs> what the fuck is going on? What Maybe is she a- cries too much? But she's crying because no one wants her. Maybe
0: she's like a, a baby tears doll, but then she malfunctioned. That's all I can think
2: of. It's so weird. It's so weird. She was abandoned by her owner. No, and (laughs) and became depressed, according to that can't be true.
1: No, that is. I reject that on its face. It's insane. Yeah,
0: they were. They they're in this weird liminal space of this island because they've never been to the human world. Exactly.
1: Yeah, and they're like so these toys are so twisted you guys yeah. that they can't exist in the normal world like it's not just that they're broken toys there's lots of broken toys it's not just that they're toys that people have gotten tired of these are toys that are like a menace to society <laughs> yeah like they they're Charlie in the box it's only Jack goes in the box you yeah sick i'm not bastard I... <laughs> I'm not the Charlie in the box with you. You're the Charlie in the box with me, he says. (laughs) Oh, very
2: good.
0: Is that what The Shining is about?
2: Yep. Uh (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, Arthur Rankin said himself, uh, she was cast off by her mistress and was clinically depressed. No! That isn't true, though. That's that's
1: extra textual and therefore not need to be taken. Word of God canon.
0: I thought what? I didn't have an opinion about this, but hearing that, I know that's wrong. <laughs> that I know wrong. that's what I'm
1: saying. Yes, you're absolutely right. That that's wrong.
0: <laughs> oh boy.
1: <clears throat> yeah.
0: Wasn't there one that like was a flamethrower or something? I felt like there was one toy that was dangerous.
2: It's a water gun that shoots jam. Oh, that
0: that's, that's...
1: also is stupid because that's not the toy that you put that in there.
0: <laughs> what if the water you... was the water gun's blood the whole time
1: though? Uh huh. Yeah. be yeah, shooting blood, <laughs> not jam. <laughs>
0: No, know, this one has a blood disease. Its mm-hmm. uh, platelets turn into jam rather well, than blood. So jam blood.
1: Yeah. This gun actually has two twisted things about it because it's <laughs> yeah. it shoots blood instead of water, and also its blood is jam.
2: <laughs> oh, that kind of brings it back around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that the the
1: lack of imagination of the people working on that to. Not be able to come up with more than, like, two actually fucked up toys and the rest of them are just cooler versions of the toys or not fucked up at all in any way is very frustrating to me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's like you had a very simple uh brief that you had to fill out and you couldn't do mm-hmm. it for all of them. You did it for, like, one of them.
1: Yeah. I, given literally 15 minutes of just sitting down, I bet- You know what? Given 30 seconds of thinking, I bet each of us could come up with a more fucked up toy than fucking Charlie in the box.
0: Here's the problem. Here we go.
1: Ready? We straight, straight slinky.
2: <laughs> oh, um, no. That's just yeah. a metal wire. I know. <laughs> uh, well, the issue is we live in a post-Toy Story world. We, mm-hmm. we, have, we have spent most of our lives with toys that are messed up. You know in theory that Toy Story isn't about toys that are fucked up, right? It's about, like, normal toys? No, there's a whole team of them that's, like, a fishing pole with Barbie legs and an erector set with a baby head.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you were to try to argue with me that uh, Sid is the human avatar of Moonracer... I'd be on board with that. Is that
2: really his name, Moonracer? Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the the lion that is king of the Island of Misfit Toys, who doesn't do seem unusual at all, is named King Moonracer. I mean, he's got wings. He's like a fucking oh, mythical he's creature. A, he's
0: from Venice. He's the symbol <clears throat> of Venice.
1: Yeah, that rocks, though. Yeah, this is the other thing. He's not a toy. Why did yeah. he decide, uh, you know what I'm going to do with my godlike power? This like, feels yeah, like yes. A- Sant-
0: that's a weird sideways nod to, like, the Chronicles of Narnia somehow, <laughs> this island, yeah. right? Yeah,
1: yes. I, it, to the point where, if you told me, like, oh yeah, actually, in Prague, they believe that there's a winged lion called Moon Racer that is, like, Santa's nemesis or whatever, <laughs> that would make sense <laughs> to me. But I kind of feel like somebody just made it up while extremely high on cocaine. That
0: would be so much cooler than the Krampus, although I do like... Mm.
1: Maybe the Krampus, like, Rudolph is to Santa as as Moon Racer is to uh, Krampus.
2: Ooh, okay. Maybe maybe the dolly for Sue and the scooter for Jimmy ended up on the Island of Misfit Toys because the children they were made for died before Christmas.
0: (laughs) Okay, I like this. I also like the idea that maybe they were toys on Earth, they died, and they are waiting to be reincarnated in this uh, limbo of...
1: This I'm is not a not a, This is not an afterlife for toys. This is a pur- no,
2: purgatory for toys. They're waiting to be reincarnated. It's an <laughs> island prison for toys, like Australia. Yeah. Oh, like the yes. prisoner
0: with those big orbs that can uh-huh. f- kill you if you try to <laughs> yeah, escape.
2: The bear yep. with feathers is uh the main guy. I haven't seen the prisoner. I can't continue this joke in good conscience.
0: <laughs> I was excited when he said bear with feathers.
2: Is this one of the toys? Yeah, like it's this. one of the misfit toys and then a bird that doesn't fly that's, but swims instead. It's it's King Moonracer's wife is a bear with
1: feathers. <laughs> <laughs> it just oh, has, man, I love like... the
0: lore of this island. Can we write a wicked <laughs> that's about the <laughs>
1: Misfit, this is a great we'll call it. this is yes! the greatest idea we've ever had on this show. <laughs> I love this so much. The mismaths. <sighs> mhm. This- we would need to come up with a good reason why that doll is like the whole musical could be about how that doll is, like, doesn't fit in mm. in the island of misfits mm-hmm. because she's not a misfit and then it turns out that she's, like, a murderer or something. Oh she's, she's the ultimate misfit because
2: she doesn't fit in with the misfits. Mm-hmm. This is just now, the musical
0: Cats. The movie, I mean, with that weird avatar for the audience oh, yeah. Victoria.
2: Victoria the White Cat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you knew the name because uh, I'm, I've am i kind of been pegged as the guy who knows the name of all yeah. the cats from Cats.
0: Yes, I don't remember all the weird other names, but I remember that one because it's very normal.
1: Is this a... yeah, this is what I was going to ask. Is this a new character that was created just for the movie? Yes, pretty much. So these fucking idiots who made this movie (laughs) looked at the rest of the character names and was like, Oh yeah, Rumble Teaser and Squingle Thamps. Okay, well we need to come up with another character in the same world with a similar name... Victoria. Here's
0: the thing. A lot of the musical is about mm. how cats have three names. There's the names mm-hmm. human gives humans gives them, their uh, regular names, and then their secret heavy side layer names or something. I didn't get that. Yeah,
2: the names like after they
1: <laughs> die and go to hell. <laughs> yeah. Their true name that you could use to control their souls. Yep.
0: So there's a lot of this talk. And then Victoria's just like, well, my name's Victoria, which is clearly the name humans gave her. And then there's no other discussion about what her real name would be.
2: Well, she doesn't get her Jellicoe name because she doesn't earn it through the trials.
0: But she should have a a temporary name like the other cats do.
2: Yeah. I don't
1: know. I've not seen this and I don't know anything about it at all. But I've heard that almost the entirety of the musical is cats introducing themselves. Yes, correct. So to have one of your characters not have one of their names seems like a big oversight. I feel like this is
0: the difference between stage and film, though, because on stage they're introducing themselves to you. In a movie, Mm -hmm. they are introducing themselves to Victoria.
2: Mm-hmm. It is a musical review, and they were like, "Well, we can't have a musical review on film. That's yeah. never been done and is forbidden. <laughs> uh, so we have to have a main character and a plot. So we're going to take this uh, non-speaking background role that is only named in like the playbill and make that the main character." Oh, they love it. Yeah.
0: When are we going to get our Starlight Express movie?
2: Oh God, <laughs> I
1: I'm not I ready. Still- I still don't want to move on from writing the musical Misfit about uh, the Island of Misfit Toys because Uh I genuinely, this is one of those things that I'm pretty sure we're going to say on this podcast and then someone's going to do it in five years and be hugely successful and then we're going to be mad.
0: Yeah. I was listening to an older podcast just from three years ago and they're like, what if they made a movie about the origins of Tetris? Oh man.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's all coming true. (laughs) but that's not good yeah. whereas <laughs> the thing of it is the only thing that's more popular than like retelling the story of minor parts of uh of like movie characters from uh childhood movies is holiday shit and this has both of those yeah you're right this is this is a home fucking run yeah
0: I'm afraid if I try to think of misfit toys, I would go too dark and it would be like jarts and that metal molder which can burn kids and it would be all the ones that they had to discontinue because they were way too dangerous. Yeah, yeah lawn
2: darts, versatile. bag of broken glass. <laughs> Those are all real world toys that have been rejected by society, as opposed to like, just like Charlie in the Box. No kid (laughs) wants to play with Charlie in the Box. (laughs) He's been rejected by society. He himself is not broken, but it Mm -hmm. is the circumstances which broke break him. They don't say. Yeah, they don't say in the movie that the
1: only game Charlie wants to play is Russian roulette.
2: (laughs) No child wants to play with a Charlie in the box, he says, omitting the part w- where he only wants to play games like the Puppet from Saw.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's
2: the only way I know how to play! <laughs> I learned it from my dad, Billy the Puppet from Saw.
0: <laughs> Very good. We've tied into a lot of other successful franchises now. <laughs>
1: That's
2: key yes. into this. Yeah. Ugh. So good. Uh, anyway, Matt, what'd you do this week?
1: Oh, thank you. Yes, this is good because I have... It it relates to all of what we've been talking about. So I want to touch on two things quickly, but before I get to my main thing. Number one, I watched uh, Clash of the Titans the Mm -hmm. other day, because it was 420, and I had taken a gummy, and I wanted to watch something fucked up. And it was fucked up, and that movie still slaps. Original or remake? No, the old one, the 1981 Harry Hamlin one. You need those Ray
0: Harryhausen... puppets or yes. you will not be properly freaked out by that story yes
1: yep yeah, it's true oh it fucking rules also i had forgotten that the lady who plays um cassiopeia is the same actress who plays the benny jeseret mug uh sister in the dune movie <laughs> with a shaved head
0: that's the one with sorry i'm slightly <clears throat> off track but maggie smith is in that as uh Hera yes, or something that right? is She's
1: Thetis, the sea goddess. Right, right, right. Who's kind of the villain of the movie, even though Zeus is such an asshole.
2: (laughs) I I love when modern movies uh, or TV shows do special effects that, like, somewhat replicate that janky stop-motion feel. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. Like what? uh, I see it sometimes with, like, the robots in recent Star Wars stuff. Hmm, Uh, And there were a couple... Oh, a couple like undead in that recent D and D movie had like some practical animatronics to them, and Interesting. like there were there were weirdly a lot of practical effects in that uh mm. in that D and D movie. Um, and I think that like the ability to animate stuff better and combine it with practical effects makes it very like we're we're at peak Ray Harryhausen skeleton time, and not enough people are doing it. <laughs>
1: Okay, first of all, and this is the mistake I made as well, those skeletons are not in Clash of the Titans. They are in Jason and the Argonauts.
2: Yeah, whatever.
0: I did ruin well, Then a, it a, a, hy- a Hydra,
1: I got that Medusa, A Medusa, right. whatever. Also, the giant vulture is very yes. good. Claymation vulture. Mm, love that guy. Um, but this also feeds into the second thing that I want to talk about, which is last night I watched a Hungarian horror movie called Postmortem. Hmm. that is about a guy who's traveling around in Hungary right after World War 1 when the Spanish flu is raging and taking pictures of people's um loved ones that have recently died uh and it's a it's a movie about ghosts attacking this little village and whatever hmm. but it's it's the thing that's good about it is there's a lot of, there are some like CGI effects of these shadow monsters which is not my favorite but so much of the practical, so much of the effects are practical, where, like, people will be, the the premise of it is that these ghosts aren't, like, possessing people. They don't do that. What they do is that they treat human bodies like puppets, kind of. Mm-hmm. So you see these dead bodies moving around, and they're all just being done where, like, a person is standing on something, and then they use digital, fo- digital uh, tools to edit out the thing they're standing on so it looks like they're like bumping into th- something that's not there and stuff like that mm-hmm. it's a very creepy effect and they do it in such a way that it is the stuff you're seeing is practical mm-hmm. and they're just using effects to edit out s- other stuff so
2: it looks so real and good yeah that's the that's the ideal is like because yeah. you don't nobody in the world complains about cgi effects when it's like extending the the height of buildings in boardwalk empire to recreate Mm -hmm. the old timey skyline or like eliminating cars and pedestrians in uh 28 days later so that london looks emptier than it is but like that's nobody complains about it because you don't notice it and that's the good stuff (laughs) that's exactly
1: how computer effects should work the first Uh, inkling that you get that there's something wrong in this village is that there's this dog that's just barking at nothing for a long time and it starts like yeah it starts like whining and like trying to jump on something that's not there but it starts jumping and like its paws land on something you can't see for just a second so that you watch it and you're like is that just a dog being weird or is there actually something happening that is, like, magical here. And it's very hard to tell until you know later on what, is, what it looks like when these people are being harried by these ghosts. It's really good. They do a good job of being subtle. There's some dumb stuff later where, like, pictures come to life and shit. But the, the, a lot of the effects are so good. Uh, and it's a, it's a good, like, not a lot of jump scares, but just a lot of, like, creepy imagery kind of mm-hmm. movie.
2: I was, um... So. I saw a video, I think it was a YouTube short by a YouTube user named Pony Smasher, who actually, he directed that movie Lights Out, and then both of the Shazam movies.
1: Oh, okay. um,
2: And he posted about, like, actually, you don't need a ton of uh, post-production to, for example, make someone look like they're levitating. And then he showed (laughs) a shot from uh, Lights Out, I think it was, where they make someone levitate by just, like doing a profile shot of them and dollying the camera down. So it looks like they're moving up because there's no frame of reference. And then he showed two shots in the Shazam movies where he's like, we did the same thing to make it look like this bad guy was lifting a bridge up. (laughs) We just like, we put a shot of us dollying down. So the bridge was moving up in the frame right after a shot of the actor pulling on a bridge cable. So it worked. I'm like, yes, yes.
1: Yeah, this picture looks like I'm holding up the Eiffel Tower or the Leaning Tower of Pisa, but actually yes. <laughs> I'm several miles away. It's, <laughs> it's pretty good.
2: Listen, if you can anything you can accomplish in camera is going to instantly make your movie or T V show look better than doing it in post, no matter how you're doing it in post.
0: Yeah, yeah. exactly. I've watched, um uh with people online, I've been watching some of the old Gamera and Godzilla movies from the sixties, and those yeah. are all yeah. essentially practical effects. Although sometimes they'll like paint lightning bolts on the um, oh yes individual
1: <laughs> uh, film. Yeah, friends. yeah, I love that shit.
0: But just seeing all those practical effects and destroying models and stuff—it looks totally fake, and it is so much more exciting than seeing CGI. Yeah, yeah, oh, I
1: love
2: it. Although speaking I of, did of- like Kong- I did like Godzilla versus Kong. <laughs> <Okay. clears
1: throat> Speaking of not liking to see just CGI, and also reviving old franchises and uh, milking nostalgia, Mm -hmm. the the thing I really wanted to talk about is, uh, I started and finished the fairly new, but not that new, but I was bored, so (laughs) I didn't have anything else to watch, uh, the series Wednesday on Netflix about Wednesday Uh, Adams Is that
2: Mm. good They gave her some kind of superpowers, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's like so painfully obvious that Netflix was like, Harry Potter's popular, right? (laughs) We need to do a Harry Potter, but with whatever we can, whatever IP we can get our hands on. So
0: Here's something that bothers me. Um, I know the actress is only like 20 years old, I think. So yeah, (laughs) totally fine for her to be portraying that age. Yeah. But they put so much of that, um, the modern thing of, like, super strong eye makeup, fake eyelashes, glossy lips at all times, they do so much of that to her that any Mm -hmm. shot I see of it, I'm like, why is this 30-year-old in this, uh, high school? (laughs) Like... They made her look too old, and they didn't have to do that, but they did.
2: Yeah, she doesn't look old in uh, Scream Five or in X, which both came out like the year before Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's really strange because, yeah, I agree with you. They like they like fill in her her cheeks in a weird way,
1: and it bothers I me th- that sorry. I I was just gonna say I did think that they did a good job of making her look like the way that wednesday adams has always been portrayed with this like uh deadpan goth sensibility but if she was that today mm. with all the like uh makeup con- makeup contouring video vibe you know what i mean
0: <laughs> i was just going to say that <clears throat> bothers me because i always felt like the thing about the thing about morticia adams is she's like creepy but sexy and she knows it, that's part of her thing
2: She's creepy thing and about, kooky, I don't know yeah, about
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But the thing about Wednesday is, cause she's just a little girl she's just creepy she's like a drowned doll of a person <laughs> Yeah. So yes. she should not look sexy and have false eyelashes she should look pale and have pale lips and be like, you should look at her and go ugh, gross <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel like that's but, much more interesting to
1: me. But now she's a teenager. You see, they're trying to to explore what it would be like if that
2: character started growing up.
0: But I think she should still be scary. And I think if she's beautiful, she's not scary.
2: I think that everyone in the Adams family should be, um, like that kind of hot where they're kind of grotesque. Like they yeah. cast the parents in that show perfectly. Luis Guzmán is one of the most uh, charming I'm men disagree. alive. And he's yes. really funny looking.
0: Yes, I agree <laughs> with that. But they should have made the um, Morticia be someone who uh, was also weird. Because if you look at the original comics, she's very gaunt. She's like a real Doug Jones. So I you think can't Cap- just I cast think- a beautiful Catherine Zeta-Jones and be like, that's good
1: enough. Yeah, it's clear that they, in the show, they're trying to, with like makeup, make her look Weird, but she doesn't. <laughs> she just looks like a model.
2: I support uh, casting a woman in her 50s to be a sex symbol in a TV show, even if it's the Adams <laughs>
0: family. I would agree with you in any other instance, but Morticia Adams should be more creepy than she is sexy. You should be like, wow, this woman's beautiful. Oh no, is she a vampire? I might die.
2: <laughs> yes, now, that's how you, I feel she... about Catherine Zeta Jones. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Did you feel this way about the Angelica Houston version? Because I don't think she looks fucked up either. She's also very
2: beautiful. Oh, no, I think that she is weirder-looking than Catherine Zeta-Jones. She's an
0: unusual-looking woman. She herself has said how often she could not get roles when she was younger because people thought she was very mannish, and she's very Hmm. tall and muscular. And high cheekbones
2: and square jaw. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, okay fair enough she plays i love angelica houston in i think it's john wick 3 she just plays like this old roma woman who john Wick like we've never met her before and john wick's like i've known you all my life i need a favor <laughs> and she's just hamming it up great wonderful that
1: happens so much in this movie yes it's actually infuriating
2: oh i he'll love just it like
1: he'll just be like oh hey um Who's the guy, the actor that plays the hotel owner in the first one? Oh, yeah. What is the...
2: I only know Alfie Allen, and I'm sure you're not talking about him. No, what is his hmm. name? The, the He's from Deadwood. Who's the Deadwood guy, Louisa? He curses. Uh, Ian McShane? Yeah, that's the one, Ian McShane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Right.
1: Like, like, I get that you're telling the story you want to tell, but I'm much more interested in knowing how John Wick and Ian McShane became friends. <laughs>
2: You know what I mean? No, I don't want that. Yeah. I love just dropping us into this world where assassins are like those, uh, the wily e. Coyote cartoons with the sheepdog. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like, hey, Ralph, <laughs> hey, Sam. Then they clock in and start killing each other, and then they <laughs> clock out and go home. Uh,
1: yeah, I guess.
2: That, uh, um, that's extremely my thing.
1: <laughs> well, anyway, but going back to Wednesday, um, yes. it's kind of a shame because there are a lot of- really good performers on the show. I think the actress who plays Wednesday does an incredible job of capturing that character. Gwendolyn Christie is the principal of the school, and she's always great. Nice. Christina Ricci is in it, obviously. Um, And, like, all the people who play her family are pretty good. But they just keep falling into the trap of... Want to, I mean besides the the normal prequel trap of like oh well actually the her parents were in a secret society and their like signal to one another that they were members was snapping twice oh, come on like come on guys you, you know don't need the
0: origin story of everything
1: yeah you don't need to do the origin story of the theme song that none of the characters ever interacted with on the show <laughs> uh,
2: guys um, you, guys he, hold on I, go ahead.
0: I'm confused. Isn't Gwendolyn Christie also a headmistress in some other Netflix show called, like, The School of Magic or some shit? I feel like I've seen ads for her in something that's definitely not Wednesday, where she's doing the same thing.
2: Thursday. I do not know. <laughs> it's a sequel.
0: <laughs> so, so, yeah, it's good. Mm, <clears> I, like uh, I,
1: good I so. don't know about that, but she is
2: maybe the best part about this show um
0: she's the best part
1: of
2: everything i i like this this christina sense we're in where christina Ricci gets to be in a bunch of successful tv shows yeah wait was wednesday successful uh i mean it was successful in the way any netflix thing is which is it was all anyone talked about for two weeks but because they put Mm -hmm. the whole season up at once everyone stopped talking about it after they'd seen it yeah but uh i think that it like it raised jenna ortega's profile such that when i went to see scream 6 i was like it's weird that she's not the main character Mm. (laughs) because like she was cast in that before
1: wednesday right i do think that it's annoying that they make wednesday be extremely good at fighting as part of this show (laughs) Like, it feels like people have lost the ability to display any, like, skill in movies that doesn't eventually translate into being good at kung fu.
2: Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's the yoda
1: I was gonna say it's the Sherlock Holmes uh, problem. The, like, when they were like, oh, well, when we do this Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes, instead of making him... Uh, a wafish drug addict. We're gonna make him a computer that is a master of
2: fighting. Yep. We're gonna oh people boy. will ask who to man and we'll say Yoda Man, Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> yep.
0: <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> oh, so cursed.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I yeah, I, I agree. I think that we're like there's kind of a to to main characters in stuff now. Yeah. J- yeah. The like Action movies, I think, were cursed a little bit by Jason Bourne with this. The Mm. Bourne identity of, like, oh, it's. Even if they don't have, uh. Even if they don't have, like, secret superpowers, uh. Or, no, what am I saying? Even if they don't have, like, a publicly facing fighting job, they have, like, secret superpowers that activate when they're in danger.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It feels weird because, like, characters that have always done action stuff, like James Bond, i feel like james bond used to be really good at charming people and sneaking around and shooting people yeah but now he's a fucking mma fighter <laughs> like yeah
0: that's it
1: very just irritating. seems so weird you don't need to be like is the idea that people are like well anytime anyone faces any challenge why wouldn't they just solve it by punching each other for a
2: while you know see i i read the uh I think that they lost the plot a little by the end of Daniel Craig's tenure in the role, but, like, that first Casino Royale felt like them dropping the normal James Bond into that type of action movie, because, like, the whole opening chase, he's, like, falling over stuff while the, like, guy he's chasing is doing parkour and flips and stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, definitely by the last one, it's like, he's just Batman. He's just capeless Batman.
1: Right, and it just seems like it would be so much more interesting to me if you made a Batman movie where Batman isn't particularly good at fighting. Mm, Like, he solves problems.
0: Wasn't that what the most recent one was? I haven't seen it.
1: No, he's very good at fighting, unfortunately, in that. It's, like, the only thing he's good at. He does get his ass kicked a lot. Yeah. But but he is still good at fighting. Yeah, like, he gets his ass kicked when he's fighting eight people at once, as opposed to the... uh,
2: what the Crypt Keeper? Christian
1: Bale one.
2: Oh. Huh? I thought you were going to say as opposed to the Crypt Keeper.
1: <laughs> no, the Christian Bale Batman <laughs> oh. who, like, it felt like he had it in his contract that he could never lose a fight except to Bane. And even then, he gets better. Yeah, it's true. <sighs> um, yeah, I would just love for there to be more... I feel like when we were kids, there were so many movies and TV shows that were like... Yes, being big and strong is good, but even better is being smart and thinking about how to solve your problems before you do them. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, no, if this is a hero, then he's got to be a big slab of meat who punches people to death for fun. Yeah, yeah, this like is kind
0: of the problem with giving uh, nerds what they want,
1: mm-hmm. which we've been
0: doing so much in cinema for the past, I don't know, 10 years, 20 years, which mm-hmm. is like okay well what he's maybe he's not good at fighting but he's smart it was like the compromise and now it's like well why can't he also be good at fighting why can't he be the perfect uh, mary sue for me i want every character to be this and then yeah can't it's like a
1: that. power fantasy that you can't be bad at anything yeah. if you're a hero
2: yeah that that first iron man he's like vulnerable until he builds a suit of armor and then by the last one he's just like fist fighting Thanos in the armor. I'm like, yeah. oh, <laughs> come on. I liked the I, I liked when it was like high tech but still low tech enough that if he went too far up it got icy and he crashed. Yeah. Yeah. I like that.
1: Yeah. yeah I mean that whole I feel like Marvel is maybe the main reason why it's gotten so bad, because yeah. they had to be like, well, Yes, Captain America is just a person who has, like, enhanced physical strength, but he is able to arm-wrestle gods
2: to death for fun. Yeah. Like, and for also, no reason- like,
0: he's very smart.
2: Yeah. 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 I did like when he holds that helicopter from flying away in Winter Soldier. <laughs> That's pretty badass.
1: But I liked that partially because it felt like it was doing a lot of harm to his body- <laughs> like it Practice it had legs. that feeling it had that feeling of like yes he is just barely capable of doing this like very difficult but physically fathomable thing but later on he's going to be you know in traction for a while this is like breaking his arms to do this yeah whereas when he's like punching thanos in the face we saw thanos catch a fucking moon out of the sky <laughs> yeah <laughs> you can't he
2: can't be that strong. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, we just saw Thanos at the beginning of the movie pick the Hulk up by his head and throw him yeah. across the room, <laughs> and that needs, like, 2,000 pounds. Yeah. If If you wanted to do
1: a thing where Captain America presented a realistic challenge to Thanos, you could do it where, even though he's not physically capable of fighting Thanos, he's good at tactics. He's able to come up with a plan that will, like uh catch thanos off guard you can't just have him run up like right up on a motorcycle and punch him in the face <sighs> oh man so anyway um i do like the fact that they cast the entire uh adams side of the adams family as latino uh people i think that's a very good choice to make Yeah, raul julia's and...
2: influence it was so he was so yeah. good in that role that now the mm-hmm. adams family is just canonically latino
1: yeah. yeah which is so good and fred armison plays um uncle fester which is a surprising but pretty good casting choice
0: yeah i feel like people are real angry about fred arson now because he's a monster in his personal life i totally agree but i don't mind seeing him in things and a lot of people were super upset he was in uh our flag means death like I, he's still it's, funny though isn't he
2: <laughs> it's i think there's a bit of flattening going on i think he's he's like someone who's like a dickhead that we wouldn't want to know in real life but Mm -hmm. maybe i'm behind the times but like he's not someone who is like physically sexually abusing people or like terrorizing his his loved ones is he
0: i don't know yeah Yeah. i don't want to comment on that but yeah people have an outsized reaction to like oh i hate that he played this one minor character in this show i liked Really? Is it that bad? I
2: don't know. People people were speculating uh, the Uncle Fester casting was kept secret, and people were speculating that it was going to end up being Johnny Depp because it's a Tim Burton thing. Oh, God! Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> one step down from that. someone, yeah. Some other guy that people hate.
1: <laughs> yeah, I maybe this is just my privilege showing, but I feel like I don't want to keep track of which celebrities people hate just because then I have to, like there's so many at this point uh, unless they are so bad that i i have to avoid them like a johnny depp like like jeff said if they're just an asshole eh, that's probably fine
2: yeah i've gotten to the point where i the thing i expect from a famous person is that they're unpleasant (laughs) to be around (laughs) yes and if if there's if they're easy and nice to work with i'm like oh how, how how surprising and refreshing. <laughs>
1: yeah. mm-hmm. um, the other day, we were talking about Michael Jordan, and Jen was like, what is he up to these days? And I was like, oh, he's probably horrible. And, I mean, he probably is horrible as a human, but I looked up what he's up to, and he all he does these days is visit boys and girls clubs around the country.
2: <laughs> That's, <laughs> nice. like,
1: what he's dedicating his time to. And he's, like, pledged his entire personal fortune to children's, uh, like, uh underprivileged youth programs and stuff. That's pretty good. I always yeah. love when you're surprised that a person is actually a good person. Yeah. Yeah. I'm That's always... the thing
0: you never hear about them when they're just mm-hmm. normal and good.
2: <laughs> yep. I'm I'm always skeptical when nerds are mad at someone because I remember how mad everyone was at George Lucas because he made some movies that kinda sucked. But then mm-hmm. when he sold Star Wars for four billion dollars, he gave all of it to education charities. Yeah. He he like funded out of his pocket the salaries for lucasfilm during like several different union strikes like he's he's another one who seems to like just be a good dude that people uh like working with but uh is hated largely because uh he made some movies that weren't as good as people wanted them to be
1: yeah yeah so anyway louisa what did you do this week
0: (laughs) I saw an A24 movie. I don't
1: oh, know the studio
0: but everyone's super excited about it, aren't they?
1: Mm, midsummer. <laughs> not that one. Oh, is a favorite everywhere all at once. It's probably huh?
0: one you haven't heard of. It's not a horror movie. Oh, this is First Cow.
2: Oh. Do you know this? How one? was it? I I haven't seen I it, really but I it. I I was it was like Oh yeah, it's a it came arou- out around the time when I was like I couldn't get to it.
0: Okay. <laughs> Uh this is a movie set in the mid 1800s I believe. It's set uh the Oregon coast. Uh pioneers and settlers and colonizers are all moving in and changing uh the uh societies there and it's about some people. And that's kind of it.
1: Okay. <laughs> like it's hard to what? explain. Did they invent a the cow at some <laughs> point? No, there's a cow
0: that comes to town up from San Francisco, up along the coast, that is the mm-hmm. first cow in the
2: territory, they say. so. Uh, oh.
0: Hmm. oh,
2: it's not the cow that's married to the president? <laughs> I don't get it. First, like, first lady. First, oh, uh, first I see. <laughs>
0: Alright, okay, I get it now.
2: <laughs> Thank you. <Whew. laughs>
0: uh, it's hard to talk about this movie. Um, I really liked it. It was very contemplative. It's the kind of movie where not much happens, but you, you don't let your attention wander. It kind of reminded me of the banshees of it Sharon in that way, Mm -hmm. in that Mm -hmm. sometimes there are just shots where you're just looking at some trees blowing in the wind or something. And the Mm -hmm. point is you just sit and you think about that for a second. So it's very good that way.
1: I find that that often frustrates me when I watch a movie because it feels like it breaks up the pacing. Is that the case here or do they do a good job of it?
0: I think they do a good job of it cuz the pacing is very slow, which is mm-hmm. one thing. I know I know this movie wouldn't be for everybody. But it mm-hmm. is very slow and you th- sort of think about each scene and each conversation and it's very mm-hmm. slow paced. Everything takes place uh with very few people around. Yeah. Uh I don't want to say too much about Shaw the plot cat.
1: is. It... Oh. <laughs> oh. Sorry.
0: No, I just said I don't want to say too much about the plot cuz it sort of unfolds naturally. And if I, if I tell you certain key points, you'll be watching the movie for an hour before they come up, and that seems unfair.
1: That's fair, yeah. I see that Aaliyah Shawcat is in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, is she good in it? Is she like a major role?
0: That is a bit of a misnomer. No, No, okay. she's not a major role. She has no lines.
1: Okay. Well, that's probably for the best, because <laughs> other than Arrested Development, I tried to watch her show what was it called search party yeah Is that the one? Mm. and that show sucks so much <laughs> it made me so angry to watch it i hated every character especially her character and i was like i think Aaliyah shawcat might actually be awful huh. not like as a bad person but just as like an like an the kind of like <sighs> like glorifying the most annoying parts of people <laughs> Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I guess maybe. It, I didn't see Search Party, to be fair.
1: It reminded me of, um, who's that woman who wrote Girls? Oh, yeah. Edna Dunham.
2: That's the one. Yeah.
1: It had, it, it felt very much like that, and, like, it was trying to be making fun of those people, but it still was an awful lot about how cool those people are.
0: Mm. Yeah, I don't know if she owed someone a favor or is friends with someone, but she's only in this movie for a minute. Um, yeah, no lines. Uh, what's interesting is the two main characters, I've never seen them in anything. They both have done some other work, but nothing I've seen. Um, and you follow them pretty much the entire time. They're the important part. Uh, but then Mm. there's other mm, side characters, like, um, Toby Jones is in it as the- Oh,
1: he's, he's always good in stuff. Yeah,
0: as the governor of the, uh, territory. He does a very good job. It's, it's interesting to see something that's trying to, trying to correctly get the feel- of how people lived in a certain place mm. at a certain time without mm-hmm. going overboard with, like, adventure. And then a war broke out. Like, it's just, like, regular life. And, it, yeah, it was very fascinating.
1: It seems like that's a trend in film lately. Yeah. Of doing that. Which, I guess, I, makes sense since the world now is so bad. Yeah. That we're just, like, we need calm movies about what life was like without a lot of incident happening.
0: Yeah, and it does give you something to think about. I guess it's kind of a melancholy movie. Yeah, I think I would recommend it for you, Matt. I don't know if Jeff would like it. It might be too slow for Jeff.
2: I like every movie. Okay. I I probably would have (laughs) have loved it if I saw it in theaters, but I might just (laughs) never watch it now.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Uh, But if you ever need something calm, like if you're feeling sick one day and you're like, I just need a calm movie to be on, it's that kind of thing.
1: hmm I feel like if we were doing um, like a, a Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels style Guy Ritchie action movie and when our characters were introduced a little Chiron appeared at the bottom saying our names and what we do mm-hmm. Jeffs would say, Jeff likes every movie. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Killed yeah, in Nam in 76. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, you the you're, now you're, House ending. Yeah, yeah. What are you saying, Matt?
2: I was
1: going to say basically the same thing that uh, that was just the, that's the what happens at the end of the movie when the characters are yeah. freeze framed out of the story.
0: And that cow became the first
2: cow. The end. Mm-hmm. That cow's Later, name. Later, this cow fucked Grover Cleveland. <laughs> that cow's name. Albert Einstein. Mm-hmm.
1: The uh, first cow in space.
2: Uh, uh, anyway, Jeff, what did you do this week? Ah, damn it! The Vietnam War ended in 1975. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Um, I uh, went and saw, uh...
0: Wait, hold on. He yeah. could
2: still have been killed in Vietnam in 76. And he uh, yeah, didn't get any other but... details. <laughs> I, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I did leave myself enough room. Uh, I yep. went to the movie theater and I saw a different release from the studio A24. Hmm. Uh, I saw the newest Ari Aster film, Bo is Afraid. Um...
0: Oh, I keep hearing people talk about this. I don't know anything about it. Yeah, everyone
2: hates it. it, apparently. Oh. Uh... Yeah, there were two strangers as I was leaving. Uh, one of them said, "What did you think?" To the other, and the other laughed. And he went, ha, ha. Uh, "Absolutely horrendous." Mm-hmm. Mm, what did um, you think, though? I enjoyed it, but I don't really know what it was. So I'm glad you're uh, keeping up with your
0: um, uh, <laughs> epithet that you love every movie. I mean, it was yep. it,
2: it's fun to watch. A lot of stuff happens. It's not slow or boring, uh, but like. You remember in A Nightmare Before Christmas that Jack Skellington tries to do Christmas, but he's too spooky, so he can't? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Imagine Jack Skellington trying to do a Wes Anderson movie, but he's too spooky, so he can't.
0: <laughs> now, what is this movie about? I don't know a single thing
2: about it. Hard to say. Okay. Um, I'll go with Ari Aster's... Uh... Oh, yeah. It is It is very hard to say, but it's pronounced Joaquin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh <laughs> good, good gag. Thank you. Um the um what you call it? The, I'll go with Ariaster's description. Ariaster, I don't know, uh yeah. that it is a uh Jewish Lord of the Rings, but Bo is just going to his mom's house.
0: Okay, that sounds interesting.
2: Uh it... but he is still trying to destroy a magic ring. <laughs> no, it's just it's this guy who is going on this surreal journey that he doesn't want to be going on and a bunch of weird stuff keeps happening to him and he just keeps going on the journey and continually not understanding what's happening to him which makes him very relatable because I don't understand what's happening to him either (laughs) for much of the film um but yeah I don't know it's you know, you get to see Patty Lupone in there hamming it up. Richard Kind shows up by by uh by the by the time the credits roll. Nate's that dude'll gonna... do anything. That dude is in everything these days. He's in a lot of T V. It's weird to see him in a movie. Um mm. but Richard Kind should play Charles Martinet in a biopic. <laughs> yeah, so...
0: okay. Yes.
1: Um like a pre- Why would anyone want to watch a biopic about Charles Martin <laughs> oh, it's, a, though, it's Because
2: <laughs> it's a prestige yeah. miniseries about video games in the '90s, so he's just in like one episode.
1: Yeah, I was going to say so he would show up either. in one scene where it's just like, and this guy is pretty cool and really nice, and he did a good thing hey, and what's up? was successful Wahoo. because of it.
2: Yep. yep. That's Richard Kine's Charles Martinet impersonation. Uh <laughs> yep. Nathan Nathan Lane is in there as a like suburban dad. That's very fun. Um mm. Yeah, just you know. It's, yeah. it's it, hard
0: to describe a lot of movies nowadays, even if you enjoyed them, I it,
2: find. It's fairly easy to describe Hereditary or Midsummer, this director's okay. previous films. Hereditary is just like It's easy to describe it's It's, here's what it is, and it's not a
1: spoiler, but it's a horror movie based on the idea of what if you grew up in a religious family, but the religion was terrible.
2: (laughs) Yeah, kinda. Um,
1: (laughs) Like, your family's ultra-religious, but they worship a dark god instead of, like, Jesus or
2: whatever. Yeah, Midsummer Mm -hmm. is a little more uh, direct in that it's, you know, just Mm -hmm. a slasher movie about a Nordic cult.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's like a slasher movie that is... Uh, revealing the horror of human sacrifice that's a real part of actual human history. Yeah. Um, but this one. Is this a
0: horror movie?
2: Uh, hmm, okay. <laughs> it, it was definitely made using the pieces from a Lego set designed to be a horror movie when you put it together. Okay. But he tried to make something else, but it still ends up being spooky, but not in the way that Midsummer or Hereditary is spooky. It's just, like, the whole time it's fairly tense, but, like, it is funny, and it is interesting, and at times beautiful, and none Mm. of the, uh, horrible, like, soul-rending grief, uh, that exists in the other two films, uh, is, is, like, given the same weight in this one, so it's not as harrowing Mm. in that sense, but, god, it's a weird movie. (laughs) right. Um... I'm worried that maybe Ari Aster has not spoken to his mother in a while.
1: <laughs> um, That's the sign of a good movie, when it makes you worried for the director. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. the best comparison I can make would be to uh, the Darren Aronofsky movie Mother, where mm. I spent the whole time being like, Jennifer Lawrence was dating the director when she made this movie? Why? Yes. <laughs> Why would yeah. you read this script and want to date the person who wrote it? What's wrong? <laughs> what happened? Is she okay? Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. I When I watched The Babadook, I was like, I don't know who, but someone involved in this movie is really in need of therapy. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's just, it's strange. Um, but, you know, Joaquin Phoenix, pretty good actor. Um, watch him do basically anything and he'll do a good job at, at it. I, Isn't
1: he another person that's like a horrible, horrible human being? I also? I don't
2: think we know any specific bad things he's done, um, but we know that he's friends with Casey Affleck, or at least was. Yeah, uh, he just kind of you know escaped any flack from that weirdly. Um, hmm. But yeah, it's I don't know. I wish. Yeah, we're a re- hard time.
0: I wish we're having a hard time articulating our thoughts about movies today. I, yeah.
2: You know, I wish River Phoenix was still around. He probably yeah. wouldn't do anything bad and still be a good actor. Yeah, uh, but hopefully. Yeah, go if you have if you have three hours <laughs> and you want to feel stressed out for most of them. God. Go
1: to this is the least relatable pitch I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. <laughs> I don't even have three hours to be th- stressed for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> e.
2: Uh... Anyway, yeah, it's it's all right. I don't mind. Liked it.
1: All right, so we've got Wednesday is bad, mm-hmm. uh, Bo is afraid is mediocre, and uh, the first cow is good. Is that where we're at? I think so. I think so. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. We covered the spectrum. So, what do we do on this show, I heard Louisa about to ask? Well. Yeah. it
0: was. I got so distracted by the things <laughs> that we're about to talk about, they're quite wild this week. Yes. Fair,
1: fair. Uh, so, we go to the WikiHow Suggested Articles page and enter a random word to get a list of articles people have requested about that word. And then we give people advice on how to do those things. And today's random word is move. Ta-da! Yeah. Uh, I'm excited how do you... to learn how to move
0: how do you move to the cloud that sounds like something that would be on a hip christian church's billboard outside right mm-hmm.
2: yep yeah, pray yeah come in here to learn how to move your soul to the cloud yeah mm-hmm.
0: you don't need wi-fi you need and then it's some kind of pun about jesus
2: mm-hmm. to be you determined. Need
1: a, all it takes is a two knee connection to the in to the heaven web i don't know <laughs>
0: And that was not so good at the end
1: there. <laughs> yeah, well.
2: <laughs> I'm trying I feel I'm trying like to think of it. It's not coming. Yeah, yeah I
1: feel like they always there? have a thing where they, like, make a joke about how, like, kneeling or putting your hands together is, is the real, true way to yeah. connect to the internet or whatever, um, which always seems very weirdly submissive to me. What like about... the best, the best way to walk into heaven yeah. is on your knees or whatever. It's
2: like, ew. Yeah. <laughs> is, Eat out of this dog food dish. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jesus coming down from heaven saying, "We have such sights to show you."
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, is this no. anything? Your relationship with Jesus Christ is the real
1: peer-to-peer connection. Ooh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I You're like it. Uh, okay. What's what's my relationship to the Old Testament? It's complicated. You say. What? Put God
2: in your top eight.
1: <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh, no, I thought
0: we were doing Wi-Fi and k- networks and clouds with Christianity. What are you doing?
1: <laughs> I like that Jeff's one was not only out of touch because it was Christian, but also out of touch because it was referring to MySpace.
2: In fairness, you were referring to Facebook relationship I statuses. <laughs> I
1: know. I was trying to be the. I was trying to do the joke you did better. Is my oh, point? Oh, thank
2: you. That's sweet you're of you to say, even though it's not true. Um, <laughs> how to move to Blackpool. Um, Practice! I, yeah, there yep, there
1: we go. You have to um, fight against the X-Men and then join the X-Men and know that you're a comic book character. Mm.
0: Is one of them named Blackpool? Because I can believe it.
1: That's, yeah, that... Deadpool.
2: <laughs> yeah, Same thing. it's that... Uh,
0: yeah, I know Blackpool exactly. is famously a sort of bar- boardwalk uh, seaside spot so could you it's so
1: fucking depressing yeah yeah,
0: it is yeah
2: is this one of those like english beaches where it's all rocks
1: yeah
0: yeah yes exactly but it's got like carnivals and stuff could you buy a ticket to get into blackpool towers is that the name of it? i don't remember there's a
1: famous theme park faulty towers yeah
0: you get in there and then you just like live inside a cardboard castle and just sneak around during the day so no one can kick you out is
2: that feasible Mm -hmm. I already live and inside a can... cardboard castle, Louisa. Ooh,
1: deep. The... You could find some kind of mixed in, like, up files jungle. there.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, where dreams are made of. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah um, live in the
0: museum. Matt's got the right idea.
1: He, there's gotta, if, if you're all, if you're moving anyway, move to a better beach, please, for the love of God. <laughs> Hold
2: on. If you live in a museum, what happens if that museum gets a Night at the Museum spell done to it? Ooh, do you it become if they more live alive, in a alive, or do you die?
1: If they live in a museum where people come to see them, it really is a scream. <laughs> they don't like people. People th- shouldn't come to see them. That's why yeah. it's a parody, Matt. Mm. <laughs> what?
0: Who is moving know. all their furniture around <laughs> Uh, no oh, one. Now it stopped.
2: Now it stopped. Uh, how I also
1: heard a clicking noise, but I, it wasn't that loud. Oh, no,
2: I think my headset was hitting the wall, but it's not going to be on the recording because <laughs> I record on a different mic than the call with. <laughs> okay. Uh, how to move hips when dancing to reggaeton?
1: Um, I do think that this is a more complicated question than it originally seems like because yeah. so much of dancing is "quote unquote" moving your hips. But then, when you tell someone to move their hips, if they don't know how to do it, it looks weird and clunky.
2: Well, yeah, just follow my lead. When I dip, you dip, we dip.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you got to put your hands on my hip first, Jeff. Otherwise, it doesn't. Ah, I can't it. follow you. Sorry, I
2: didn't give you enough direction. You're right. <laughs> uh, I think you gotta just you know from side to side. Don't get tricked. I think don't get tricked by the the high pitched upbeat. Go with the the bass. Drum.
1: I think part of it though is you can't you, like the the extreme end of your hip motion needs to happen on the beat, but you can't you gotta the the real challenge is the in between time. You can't move your hip too fast yeah. and then stop. It looks too jerky. You've got to be. Fluid and it just happens to constantly, yeah. your hip ends its motion at the on the beat.
0: Can you get a severe woman to hold a metal cane and slam it onto the floor on the beat and yell at you while you're trying to learn? I think God, that
2: would I happen. wish if, I could.
1: <laughs> yeah, if if we could get a severe woman, we wouldn't be doing this podcast. <laughs> I don't know what that means.
0: <laughs> she would just uh, tell us how to live our lives, and we'd all be doing better.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> uh, I was doing the Broadway trope of. I guess. What is her name, Miranda July? Not my
1: tempo, etc. Yeah, Yeah, the ballet mistress thing. Uh, How to move into a house from an apartment is an interesting question. You've done this. I have done this, but, like, it's not that much different. I mean, I guess it it depends on if you're saying you're, like, gonna own your house versus... Because if you're just renting a bigger space that happens to be a house instead of an apartment, I don't know that it's that much different.
0: I know that when your apartment starts to feel too small, your, uh, tightness, uh, overskid will start to soften, and
1: mm-hmm. what you need to
0: do is look around for a house then, and then when you're at your softest and most vulnerable, you quickly scuttle into the house and move mm-hmm. in there instead. And
2: move into a tin can. Anchor
0: yeah. it with your little swimming, uh,
2: legs. And then, uh, and then... the person who lives in a slightly smaller apartment can move into your old apartment.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's I what mean, the that song Old true. Apartment was about. Thank you to the Naked League.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, how to move funds from a self-directed IRA to a traditional IRA I'm going to assume that this is about funding your paramilitary group uh, fighting against the English oh if only <laughs> so how do you move from how do you move your money from your own personal Irish Republican army to the <laughs> yeah. traditional one Bitcoin yeah send yeah, some probably. Bitcoins to those uh, freedom fighters or whatever
1: mm-hmm. You could probably launder that money pretty easily. I feel like the Irish tax authority is not super good at uh, auditing people, right? Why do you think (laughs) they're always like? There's all these tech firms that are moving to Ireland because of all the tax incentives they have there. And whenever I hear that a, a country is actively Slackening taxes for to encourage people to move there. I assume that they're just like we're not going to do any audits for the next ten years. You know.
0: Uh, I think you're right, but that happened in the '90s. I don't know if that's still happening.
1: It. Yeah. Uh, well, I was going to say it is, but like it was still happening as of maybe eight years ago when I last <laughs> looked into it. Okay. I don't know if it still is today. Why do they need to like bait people into moving to Ireland? It's it's cool there.
0: Yeah. yeah. Jobs, that's it's just There's not
1: a lot of jobs, yeah. huh?
0: Yeah, jobs. What are you going to be, a yeah. peat farmer? No. Who's
1: Pete? Yeah, I don't even know peat. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
2: <sighs> Pretty good.
1: Yep. How, you... How to move furniture up a curved staircase is a fucking great question. There was an episode
0: of Friends about this. You just have to pivot as you're going, right?
1: <laughs> that wasn't a curved staircase, though. That was like a series of flights of stairs. That's
0: true. But they needed to pivot just as you would on a curved staircase.
2: The trick is, you, Here's wh- you, if you're moving a sofa, you tip it up vertically so that the seating area is perpendicular to ground level.
1: Yeah. Something I found helpful when I was moving stuff up and down the spiral staircase in my old apartment was to put my back against the banister and hold the thing sort of whatever I was carrying so that it was pointing towards the center of the the spiral. Mm -hmm. And then that way I could like lean back over the the banister as I needed to to get
2: it around, you know what I'm saying? And then break your back, dangerous. and the top <laughs> yeah. half of you falls down <laughs> through the center of the spiral staircase. Yeah, that'd be cool. Just like um, in Vertigo. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. And that's how the first ghost is made at your house. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> first ghost, because I fucked Grover Cleveland. <laughs> yep. Uh,
2: that guy will fuck anything. true. <laughs> Speaking of, how to move in with a lover. What a a bizarre way to phrase that, (laughs) WikiHow. Maybe that's part of it. Like, you don't have the security of
0: a um, partner situation or a spouse situation. It's just a lover. So how do you move in with them? Maybe have separate bedrooms. (laughs) How do
2: you move in with a friend with
1: benefits? (laughs) I do feel like this phrasing is so specific that I bet somebody looked up a WikiHow article that was like, How to move in with your girlfriend? And they were like... We don't really have a label on it, though. (laughs) I need to to find an article that's specifically about how to move in with someone who isn't your girlfriend and has said repeatedly that they don't want to be your girlfriend. Yeah,
0: how do I move into the attic of someone who doesn't want me to live with them? (laughs)
2: Mm. How do I start growing weed in the attic of the person (laughs) that I'm having sex with? Here, this is key. Don't call them from a phone that's inside the house. You're going to get caught. When they trace the call and find out Mm. it's coming from inside the house, you're done for.
1: Mm -hmm. uh is there is there a new version of that ghost story that uses find my phone in some way Ooh, that's fun i bet because i bet you that if you tried to tell that ghost story to young people today they would be like well
2: how does the phone company know that they're inside the house (laughs) yeah phones don't plug in what are you talking about yeah. <laughs> uh, how to move a baby from a bassinet to a crib? I don't know the difference between those uh, two things.
0: You want to support their neck because that's the weak point on a baby, and pick, they're going to be
2: and between, on a basket. Pick them up by the ankles and toss them.
0: <laughs> they're going to be between one and let's say twenty pounds, and you're going to support <laughs> one twenty their body years old <laughs> while you move them. You're going to pick them up and then you're going to put them down in the crib.
2: What mm-hmm. is a bassinet versus a crib?
0: It's like a big basket.
2: A
1: bassinet is like those things that is like a on a rocking stand i mean i guess it doesn't have to be it's like a like a basket on a stand that is just the size of a baby yeah a (laughs) a crib is like a cage for a baby to go into it's not a bass clarinet (laughs) i was gonna
2: say no but it might (laughs) be also uh yeah i accept this and would you uh i is it Could you also call it a cradle? No. Is a bassinet the same thing as a cradle?
0: No, bassinet is just the basket part. You can usually take it off the stand to carry your baby around.
2: I looked up cradle. An infant's bed or crib? Synonyms, crib, bassinet. God damn it. (laughs) This is now very complicated all of a sudden. But I think that
0: is the difference.
2: (laughs) Okay, wicker. Okay, a baby's wicker cradle, bassinet. So like uh, Moses style.
0: Yeah, this was before they had plastic so they couldn't make, like, this is a car seat and also a baby bassinet. Like, it had to be a literal basket. You keep mm-hmm. your
2: baby in. So that it could float down the river. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a uh, crib is definitely, we all agree, the, like, uh... It's
1: the home that a pop star lives in and they've got mm-hmm. a fridge full of just Lucasade
2: or whatever. <coughs> it's the baby prism. We all agree yes. it's the prismatic baby prism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not prismatic like the phantom zone, like it's a three-dimensional di- three rectangle. It's like a prison prism. We sh- a prison yeah. prism. We should yeah. make a phantom zone for babies, though. Yes!
0: Keep them in one of those flat little CDs or whatever that thing was?
2: uh uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. one, And then only the strongest
1: babies emerge, <laughs> but they're so strong that we can't stop them. Oh
0: no! We've made this a nightmare!
2: Neo yeah. before Zod! Goo <laughs> Etc. No. Yeah, I, I mean it needed to be said, but I'm glad that it's over. <laughs> just like the State of the Union address, friggin' got them.
1: How to move across the country following a wedding? Now yes. I know what this means, but I like to think of it like those people who follow the Grateful Dead on tour. Yeah. <laughs> wetheads, like
0: yeah, yeah, you really love Tony and Tina's wedding, the stage show, so you just
1: go wherever it is. Yep. Or you're just like, okay, where's the next wedding we're going to? Cleveland? Let's go. (laughs) Wedding Crashers Road Trip. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You just named two of my favorite movies. It's
2: the crossover that you didn't know you wanted. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Is Tom Green in both of them? I know he's not, but it feels like he is. He's definitely in Road Trip and
2: Euro Trip, right? Yes. No. Well, I don't know about Eurotrip cuz no one saw that
1: movie, but he was in Road Trip.
2: I think millennials slightly younger than me did see and enjoy Eurotrip. Mm. And maybe ones that are my age but slightly stupider. Mm.
0: I like this question because it's one of those ones that you know for sure was asked asked by one person because they've worded it weirdly. All they want to know is how do I move across country with someone else? But they said following a wedding because they were thinking
1: about their own wedding so much that it came out mm. weird. I do like the idea that you'd be like, well, I know how to move across the country, but this is going to be right after my wedding. Yeah. There's got to be different rules. Like, no. <laughs> you have to tie a bunch of cans to the back
0: of
2: your moving truck. Oh, track. that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, very silly. Um, I think, hmm. What, what, if, what if they mean, like, because you're being a runaway bride? oh like you need to move across the country because you you married somebody for their money and now you need to fake your own death yeah or like right after your wedding which you did not complete
0: mm. okay
2: yeah there we go is it still called a wedding if no one gets married ooh if a wedding happens in the forest and no one's there to hear it does it make a sound no because no one's there to say <laughs> I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry <laughs> Uh, it used- it used to be Adam and Eve, but now it's Chuck and Larry.
1: (laughs) It used to be Chuck and Larry, but now it's Chuck and Harry.
2: (laughs) I feel like that's a more- that's more ambiguous.
1: This is a guy who is very angry at his best friend marrying a
2: Sasquatch. (laughs) Oh, fun. Chuck and Harry and the (laughs) Henderson. I will- I will accept- Harry as a Sasquatch, but I'll never accept him as a Henderson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now we're just doing a re- gritty reboot of Harry and the <laughs> Hendersons, which is
1: definitely also going to come out sometime in the next five years.
0: Yeah, will John Lithgow do it? I hope so. Otherwise,
2: I'm out. I hope he plays only Harry. If,
1: yeah, I was going to say, only if he plays the Sasquatch
2: this time. Yeah. You know he wanted to last time, and they were like, mm, no. <laughs> Is EuroTrip <sighs> not a sequel to Road Trip? Looks like maybe not.
0: Are they both National Lampoon movies?
2: No, I think it oh. might just be- Oh, it's from the producers. It might just be a rip-off. Oh, okay. They were trying to
1: trick people into backing their movie so that they could steal their money. The producers. Yeah, pretty yep.
2: good. That's why they made it so bad. Yep.
0: This one I had a lot of emotions about reading it. Move how how to move legs in running man dance, and I'm like, why would you even need this instruction? Because if you see a video of someone doing it, you're like, I know what to do. I will do it. And then I imagine me trying to do it because I haven't since I was like ten, and I imagine falling absolutely on my face and killing myself. <laughs> so
2: I can do it, it. I don't know how th- I would tell someone via text how to do it. <laughs> yeah, the thing that's psychotic about this is that
1: you. See the running man dance, and then you're like, I know how to do every th- all the other parts of my body mm-hmm. except the leg moving <laughs> part. I just yeah. need to specifically... It's not how to do the running man dance. It's how to just move my... Le- I got the rest of it down. Yeah, That doesn't make sense. It's all legs. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the hard part.
0: There's a point in yeah. which you're moving a foot back along the ground, but it needs to bear weight while it's doing it. And that seems like the part where I'm going to die.
2: Mm-hmm. You're you should be like jumping up a little bit as you oh god <laughs> as you do that so that you're not actually bearing the weight but it looks like you are. Ugh, I can't. I think it's 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 just a bouncier moonwalk, mm-hmm. like yeah. you ba- you bounce instead of gliding.
0: I think you're right, but that's probably where I would get chipped up, literally, and
1: dying. Hey, I mean, I can't do the moonwalk, so that's not super helpful instruction, you know. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Can
2: anyone do the moonwalk? I think it's is it. It's hard to do, right? No, it's not that hard. It's hard to make it look as good as yeah. Michael Jackson made it look, but actually mm. doing the basic movement is fairly simple.
0: It's like if you're a mime trying to be a robot, the hard part is to make all your movements look exactly right for yeah. a robot rather than just making
1: the mm. movements. The hard part is to sell to people that you think you're a robot. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. You know? That's why I got all of my guts replaced with gears and gyros.
1: Yeah, the hard part is spray-painting your toilet gold.
2: (laughs) That was the easy part for me. Oh, okay. I ate a bunch of gold leaf. No. Mm, (laughs) no. (laughs) How to move to Italy on a student visa from the United States.
0: Don't you already know how to do this? If you've obtained a student visa, don't you already know what to do then?
1: Maybe this person is asking how do I once the student visa is up how do I just have permanently moved to Italy by that point. You just stay people, there, just
2: don't yeah, leave.
0: A lot of people no joke just stay there and try to go off the grid.
2: <laughs> like you could it is not hard to be unlawfully pl- present in a country especially if that country isn't the United States. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's not hard to be unlawfully present in the United States. Uh here's here's and we're a very strict important about it as a country. <laughs>
1: here's a very important question that i think we need to answer right now in a way that is hopefully not going to be disrespectful to other cultures if you needed to marry somebody for citizenship of a country
2: what country would be the easiest one to do do you think Mm, i wonder now can i can i research which countries accept citizenship by marriage No, we are assuming for the sake of this thought experiment that all countries, if you marry
1: someone, you can stay there as a citizen.
0: I feel like I know enough cultural norms to trick someone in Canada into marrying me.
1: Interesting, okay. I
2: I think UK or Canada for me.
1: Yeah, I just, I feel like people in, like, France and Italy are maybe more willing to, uh, like make bad decisions in the name of living life
2: excitingly. You just want to move to France, because that's where the naked ladies dance. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's not the only reason I want to move there. Cause you can... Have you seen that, bread?
1: <laughs> <laughs> they spell it pain for a reason. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like I could, I feel like someone would be willing to make a life-ruining
2: mistake with me in Full France stuff. more so than in UK. There you go. Now, come on! You and your wife got married in the U.S. (laughs) Give yourself (laughs) more credit. Yeah, that's true. Oh boy! Um, And
1: finally, uh, Uh I'm trying to find a good one to end on.
0: Uh The mallets
2: on a double bass pedal. I don't really know what that is. Is that that it? It's It's the heavy metal. You have like the two bass, the two pedals for your bass drum. If you're in a heavy metal band. Everybody was making fun of Lars Ulrich for not having double bass pedal in Metallica. Hmm. Uh, I don't know anything about that. I just, I saw a news article recently that he, like, specifically highlighted his double bass pedal usage because people were making fun of him for being a terrible drummer. (laughs) That's funny. It is very funny. Everything about Metallica is very funny. Uh, Yeah. I
1: was talking to someone the other day about how, I think it was Jen, actually, I was talking to her about how even though Metallica seems like a group of very bad people, everyone I've ever known who was a big Metallica fan was a pretty cool person. <laughs> like, it seems like there's a lot of very nice Metallica fans, even though Metallica is a bad group of people.
2: I think you have yeah. to... I think if you're someone who likes Metallica and you understand that it's they're not good, then, mm. like, then, yeah. You're probably, like, a decent person but if you're someone who's like i watched some kind of monster and it was the greatest movie i've ever seen and it wasn't even a little bit funny you're probably a weirdo <laughs> is there anyone like that though? i imagine there must be because i they can't purely yeah. be successful with from irony right
0: <laughs> well i they mean they i don't take think it sell so seriously maybe they do enough for everybody so no one else has to take them that seriously
1: well, and I know a lot of people who like their music, but mm. that doesn't mean that they like them as people, you know? Mm. Like, you can be, unironically, very into Metallica and still be like, these guys do suck, though, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think that their music is terrible. It's not really my genre, but
2: it seems fine, right? Yeah. Uh, a lot of their stuff in, like, the 80s was quite, uh, quite good and very influential, but then, like, yeah. they do have a documentary about the recording of their famously bad album, Saint Anger.
0: Don't they all Mm -hmm. have the same therapist? I feel like that was the theme of one of their documentaries that people made fun of. Oh
2: my god, that is probably the aspect of some kind of monster. I should see that because I I get the impression with everything I read about Metallica that the TV show Metalocalypse is just... Is just some kind of monster as a cartoon and slightly more exaggerated, very yeah. slightly.
1: Mm-hmm. This all seems good though. Like, I don't have to be around these people as humans, so it's just funny to me, and that's good. I like that. <laughs> I like a band that is a
2: mess of terrible people. Yeah. Ah, that's fun. I think one of the controversies uh when they were recording their like first hit album was they've never recorded in like the same room together. Mm. Hmm, I don't. I don't remember. Anyway, like the postal service, you know. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
1: When is the Metallica Postal Service uh, collaboration band uh, album
2: coming out? I That's would, what I want to know. The I would Metallica Tidy
0: Desk concert. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> MTV um, Unplugged. Metallica. I love that one. Probably exists.
1: Yeah. Probably. It's probably really shitty too. I bet it. I feel I like a lot of unplugged. <laughs> A lot of the Unplugged, they were like, oh, well, you know, when people heard acoustic versions of of these great musicians, they loved it. So every musician must be able to do acoustic sets and be good. And that's just not true. There's a lot of them that are not good. It's I always was...
0: funny when you find out one is good, though. Like, I saw a recent video just from the past couple of years of Axl Rose playing piano. and like, damn, mm-hmm. you forget he's actually an extremely talented piano player of all things.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's really annoying to me that I, I genuinely enjoy the Foo Fighters music quite a bit. And sometimes you'll just see Dave Grohl sit down at the drums, which isn't even the instrument he plays anymore.
2: And he's so good. <laughs> Yeah. I, um, I was very surprised. I saw in reruns as a child, the, like, first time Mm. KISS did, like, a big out-of-makeup concert was, like, an MTV Unplugged or similar. Mm. And it's pretty good! They're all just sitting in stools, not dressed up as the KISS guys, and it's pretty good! I don't believe you. It's hard to believe, but it is the truth. Wow.
1: Alright, well, I guess I gotta go watch a YouTube video of fucking Kiss (laughs) Unplugged or whatever, so thanks everyone for (laughs) listening to the show. If you liked it, please rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Do people still say podcatcher? Probably not.
0: There's no other term, is the problem.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we need to come up with a blanket, uh, a, um, uh, what is, what is the generic name of band-aids? Sticking plasters or whatever? Bandage? Bandage could mean mummy stuff too, though. Yeah, uh, there is one. Anyway, self adhering
2: yeah. bandage. Boo. <laughs> what? Well, Why boo? That's just <laughs> what it's <laughs> called.
0: Yeah, that name sucks. That's
2: no <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, self
1: so, self adhering. I thought you said get yourself a hearing bandage, and I couldn't understand. <laughs> well, what was now happening. I am saying that because of how badly you misheard <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, get him. <laughs> that sounds like. <laughs> That sounds like somebody who doesn't speak English at all trying to say that they need a hearing aid.
2: (laughs) I love it. Oh, man.
1: Anyway, um, uh, yeah, rate and review us and tell your friends about the show so that we can continue to grow. And if you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter at HackTheNetPod or you can join our Discord by messaging us on Mastodon. I'm at Matt at Mastodon.online.
2: I'm nowhere, and never. Uh, Go to weblineslanguage.com for podcasts that I've made in the past and will never make again.
0: (laughs) And you can talk to me on Mastodon at louisa at mastodon.xyz.
1: Alright, well thanks everyone for listening to the show. Please come back next week, but in the meantime, do not forget to keep your pockets on Shrek. I don't know if people are into it. Yeah, I'm
0: the
2: best around.
1: Good job, everyone. Yarr, I'm the best. Yeah, I'm really going to build up to it. job, everyone. Yeah, I'm the best Yeah, I'm really gonna build up to
2: it. Tonight. I be the best around.
0: <laughs> <sighs> that was pretty good.